Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense, but we are a sub-science here to make things make sense. Today we are talking about hobbies. What happens in the brain when thine is doing a hobby? How hobbies affect mental health? And also the difference between scientific and artistic creativity. Okay, Hi. whoa, billboard chart number one. Hit. <laughs> but you've been making music, right? Yeah. You're singing that. I'm like, I mean, you're, that you're was actually here. one of my up and coming, off my up and coming. You've been hit, up here hit, being a little grimes in the room. Truly, everything I'm making sucks. I. But that's the. Pl- we're going to talk about this later in the pod when we get to hobbies. But that's the plight of the artist of the. Hobby I guess, maker. but you know when you're also like, but maybe it actually sucks. I don't yeah, know. No, I, I, it's <laughs> the same thing with painting. I'm like, oh, but I can't wait to talk about hobbies because it is. I will explain something that will make you feel better. But I totally get what you're feeling. Well, with music, I think the most frustrating part for me is just that I have an idea that I can't always execute properly because I don't have the technical skills as deeply as i wish i did which i know is just a matter of practicing and learning and i just need to spend more time but it's a really frustrating moment and i'm sure it would be as like a visual artist as well if you knew what you wanted to create in your mind and couldn't execute it but don't you find that the process brings you into new places where you're like whoa that's not even what i expected and i can still it can it. it can but sometimes i'm like in fact, often I'm like, that's just not what I hear in my mind. And I don't yet know how to get that sound. Yeah. But sometimes no, it's hard right. with producing. Some- painting is like, there's, it's like a mixture of either acrylic and water oil and like oil paints and different types of oils. Like there's not, I feel like music production, you have so many more canvases and materials to paint with that it's a bit more overwhelming that's probably a little true, but don't you think with maybe drawing or painting, you still have to understand like, I mean, this is truly what makes a true artist is they know how to draw a hand. They know how to draw a nose. And it would be a frustrating experience as a young artist who'd be like, I know the image and the composition I want. It just looks ugly right now because I don't really know how to draw noses yeah, that well. That's, that's like where I'm at. It's like I, I like drawing and making the painting, but I don't really know how to like draw a hand that well yet. Oh, weird. Okay. We need to say this for hobbies because I'm like, I have a weird okay. thing, but I'm realizing it's like all my hobbies studies. Okay, so okay let's, yeah, let's, yeah, let's not talk about that. Like, 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 <laughs> okay, yeah. we're like getting in a little early no, today. Yeah, what did we learn this week? Okay. I, yeah. Oh, what did we learn this week? So, yeah, I'm going to scooch in front of you and go first. <laughs> okay. Just pushed you out of the line at McDonald's for some French fries and said, I'm going to order my fries first. Uh, what is RuPaul's line? Like he... She already done had her is Okay, what does what is that? He explained it one time. It was like uh, he's heard somebody say that, and I think it was literally someone butting in line somewhere. Yeah, 
I thought she, it was she already had her head hurt. No, she already done had herses. Oh my god! I think that I is mean, like, actually I cute. I can see that so, like in a line of the restaurant. I'm like, sure. I can't remember the context, but he explains like where that came from. Wow! I never thought about <laughs> thinking about that as English words. I literally just was like, yeah, he just says gibberish. Like, <laughs> she's have my head hurt. I'm like, okay. Oh my god! Now we're on to the You've next watched segment. like 15 seasons of this. <laughs> no, I've show. never thought about that being an actual <laughs> sentence. Wow. Anyway, I thought so. it was noises. Okay. <laughs> So what I learned about was I've been obsessed with this concept since for probably about three or four years because I remember reading about initial studies and it's the genetic modification of mosquitoes uh-huh. in order to kill them off to not spread disease. Like to, uh, let me see if I can guess. Like it was kind of like somehow infecting ooh, ooh. the female or something. It was the idea yes. that you would stop them from reproducing ding, at, ding, as high rates. Ding, okay, yeah. So it's like that concept has been really interesting to me for a while. It's something that's always coming in the nature mag you know mosquitoes are the mm-hmm. number one killer of humans yeah by a long shot and so there's always a lot of research going in and they have just released genetically modified mosquitoes in america for the first time in specifically the florida keys they've done it before in brazil um and other parts of south and central america the first time it's happening in america so i'm just gonna explain how it works because it's just like a yeah. reiteration it's so cool so this Egyptai, <laughs> italic. So, like, say it in cursive. Like, okay. Egyptai. You know, everyone sings like Billie Eilish. <laughs> cursive. Can you do it? Like, say, it. why we sleep, mother, <laughs> mom and daddy. My name's Mick. No, I, I literally can't do it. It's so. I hate myself for trying. Tomatoes and tomatoes is the classic, right? But the Egyptai is the species in italics name of mosquitoes that we're going to focus on today only four percent of the mosquitoes in the florida keys are iotis okay. but almost a hundred percent of the disease-borne mosquito issues are with those four percent of the mosquitoes so they're, they're the disease carrying ones so what you do is you release bioengineered male mosquitoes okay so these male mosquitoes are bioengineered and again Something really, if you ever want to just bring it up, male mosquitoes do not bite. The only biters are the females. And that's sexism, Greg. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you know what? (laughs) Here I am just going to Jordan Peterson you all. And you're like, and that's why women are way Honestly, right that's like what, that's what he Jordan does. Peterson does. He like he's like, well, lobsters, dude. It's like, girl, what the hell are you doing? Peacocks also are gay as fuck. Doesn't mean that you have to be a peacock, although you probably should. And also, maybe eat a vegetable. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> I still can't believe people like some people listen to him. It's crazy. But um, so the females are the baiters, males not the baiters. So the modified males carry a gene that passes to the offspring and c- kills all the female larvae. So what happens is these genetically modified male mosquitoes mate with the female. And then the larvae that are female all die off, and all mm. the male mosquitoes now carry the trait. So now those oh, born male mosquitoes pass it on, pass as well. it on, and it proliferates. And you actually wow. actually just kill the population. But a lot of people are like, "What the hell?" But it's like people are trying to kill these mosquitoes constantly with insecticides, which right. are much worse for, for the environment, involved, and yeah. they're becoming immune to them. Like mm. they're evolving like out, mm-hmm. away from the insecticide use, and having to use more different mm-hmm. types, just like killing our, us humans in different ways. Mm-hmm. So they've now released it in Florida. And obviously it's Florida and everyone's scared of like the government and everything. So they're like <laughs> trying to like people are going to like where they think they're releasing them and trying to like insecticide and kill them because they like 
don't want genetically modified. Like, it's just like so funny. The scientists have to hide where they're doing this because uh, so that people like don't. Florida people are like mad that it's what? even happening. You know what I mean? I'm like, I didn't know you had enough. I didn't know this is the shit you'd care about. Weird. Like, I could have sworn, and it's probably not through genetic modify. Oh, sorry, modification then. But doesn't Disney Florida do this? I that's see that I can't say anything about that, but I've definitely heard you tell me that. Yeah, you're they, like there's no mosquitoes at Disney, but I bet it's insecticide. Maybe you're right. I can't. I, I remember. No, I, they we, don't do this. Is the first time it's happened in America. Yeah, we've honestly talked about it on this podcast. I think, and I'm just forgetting. They probably they put so ins- much money into oh making sure the mosquitoes aren't there, and it's like they're in the middle of a swamp land in Florida, and there's no mosquitoes. It's like they. It's like when there's money, there's a way. <laughs> Wow, I'm so into that conspiracy theory, and we need to write that down. We need to <laughs> no, do, I've, I've need definitely... need to do another episode on Disneyland. I swear I have done an entire Wedge Learn this week on that. Okay, okay, cool. Well, then how does it happen? <laughs> I don't, don't know. Oh, I the, it's Mitch probably, brain, the Mitch Brain. It's the Mitch Brain, and it probably was like a year or two ago. Well, we've done an episode on Disneyland. Let's do an episode on Disney, because all is controversial. Oh, true. Starting with the bestiality <gasps> Ooh, movie. Also Beauty an episode Beast. on the new like nintendo land is that what it's oh called? yeah i want to go to that yeah exactly is that owned by disney though i thought it was- no i just no. mean it reminds me of the same kind of thing oh so that's separate to disney because every time i see the nintendo land things on tiktok i think they're at a part of disneyland in tokyo i actually don't know it's possible because i'm like wait does disney own nintendo no but they maybe they could have collabed but i just feel like that didn't happen but I'm disney owns like i feel like disney right owns now. everything like you know what i mean like they don't want to tell you but they're like then we own nintendo didn't don't they own studio ghibli now uh they what sorry no. that's that's too much that's too much for you i could also like, it's not called my... nintendo land what is it called what are you <laughs> why are you panicking what what's Type it called in nintendo theme park japan okay theme park thank you i was freaking out and oh i couldn't God. think of what it was called what's oh it called? it's universal studios is where it's at and <laughs> yo universal studios is where it's at super bro. nintendo world okay yeah universal studios japan so isn't Got universal it. studios also part of disneyland what no so when you go to disneyland and it's, then you go different. to universal you leave disneyland to go to universal and it's they're not totally the separate thing. places yeah oh wow yeah and universal is way well actually i won't say way better but it's just like it's like all the theme it's just so theme fun. parks near each other yeah <laughs> oh, okay i don't I even know how close they are to thing. each other um, They're pretty close because people are like, oh, we're going to Universal for the day. Okay. <laughs> we need to move on. <laughs> okay. Okay. I um, okay. I learned this week that trees fart <gasps> and there's something called ghost forests, but I'm going to let you know both of these things are not like happy things. <laughs> well, no, because I fart and I'm happy. <laughs> okay. So basically dead trees release gases that contribute to greenhouse gas emissions. Okay. Even though it's not, it's not a lot, but because ocean levels and seawater, salt water is rising, Mm -hmm. more and more forests Mm -hmm. that are along, uh, you know, um, the edge of the water. Mangrove areas, if you will. Well, I I don't know about mangroves because I feel like they can survive. No, sorry, I was just like picturing. Yeah, but there is an increasing amount of forests that are being impacted by rising seawater, and then it's killing the trees because they're not designed to be in salt water. (laughs) Um, And so researchers are like, this isn't a huge problem now, but we want to understand how much they're releasing, how many emissions Mm. they're releasing, because this could become a bigger problem in the future. Um, And so basically, they had people go out and test exactly how many greenhouse gases they were emitting and there's cool pictures they're like wearing ghostbusters backpacks and then they have these like um little kind of boxes they would put on the tree and they put on the soil and they can just like measure the different regions and what's being released um obviously like 
as the forests convert to wetlands, it's expected over a long period of time that that's going to create a huge carbon sink. So what they found out was in these areas, it's actually soil that gives off the most greenhouse gas. Yeah. But the trees themselves give off about a quarter of the soil emissions. Hmm. Um, and people are like, why are they farts? Well, it's, <laughs> it's the same reason in humans. It's like your microbes cause you to fart and the microbes in the soil and the trees are breaking things down and releasing gases. Um, and you know, huge caveat is like something like the dairy industry causes way more emissions. Like this is not a huge, huge concern, but still worth understanding. Wow. It's like, I know. Okay. We need to also write down that we need to do an episode on farts because mine are <laughs> out of control since being a vegetarian. <laughs> yeah. I need help. We need, to, it's just going to be an advice column for us for people to just send us in advice on how to deal with. Greg's okay. Farts. We're going to save it for the, like, we do have to have its own podcast because like people are like, you need to get Beano. But it's like, it's like, damn, my microbes, I am, I've never felt healthier. You know, I've never f- looked better IMO, but I have a really like kind brain to myself where like, I always, every day, I'm like, I look the best I've ever looked, even though, like, every time, literally, not, that's not true. But, like, I do think that, like, there's something going on with my gut. And I think me and those trees, yeah. it's like, it's like the microbes are doing something to my anus. You're, you're, really you are like, contributing to the greenhouse gas emissions at a higher rate than most humans, I think. Yeah. Oh, my God. Even my dog is just, like, moves away from me a lot. It's like, you yeah. smell like shit. I'm you like, can see it hit him sometimes. I know. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that I'm supposed to think you smell like shit. <laughs> Okay, saving that for okay. an episode. <laughs> Take a little break and we'll come back to talk about some hobbies. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're like us uh, and you maybe are the friend that's constantly talking about the success that you're feeling through therapy, maybe you're hearing your friends talk about how they're loving therapy, maybe you're confused, how do I start? How do I find a therapist? What do I do? That's why we are here to talk about BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your personal needs and match you with a licensed professional therapist that you can start communicating with in under 48 hours. The counseling is done securely online and is available worldwide. Not only can you schedule weekly video or phone sessions if you don't really want to have to put on the makeup for the fair, although maybe you should check yourself if you're putting on makeup for your therapist. I think I have put makeup on for my therapy before, so never mind. (laughs) You skip the long commutes. There's no waiting room energy. There's no, you know, that awkward 10 minutes early. What I do, just sit on my phone, waste time, energy, because you're doing it at home from your computer, for example. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor and get timely and thoughtful responses. BetterHelp lets you change counselors at any time, so you'll always get a great therapeutic match. And it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling. It's more affordable. 
and there's financial aid available. Okay, ding, ding, check, check. Just head to betterhelp.com slash side note to get 10% off your first month. This also helps our show if you do this and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of experienced professionales. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash side note for 10% off your first month. Study time. Study time. Study time. Study time. All right, let's talk about hobbies. <laughs> oh, wait, so, what was your first hobby? Mine was Beanie Babies. Okay, no, is like, that a hobby? <laughs> <laughs> Mine was Beanie Babies. No, that's not. That's not. Uh, Collecting stamps I did for like one day. I can only think it was like video games probably, but I'm trying to think younger. What could it have been? I were, what other kind I, of hobbies do kids okay, have? Okay, drawing. I love to draw. Okay. I would just draw whales and tornadoes over and over <laughs> and be like, like this tornado. My parents would be like, okay, it's like, why do you keep drawing like natural disasters? <laughs> Is like collecting Pokemon cards when yeah. you're young a hobby? I did that. 100%. I still Crazy have... bones. Okay. Oh, oh, fair. Oh, pogs. Pogs. <laughs> that was no, a hobby. I was too sensitive for pogs. It, I, I actually was too. I would see also older kids exploit younger kids and it would make me mad and that's when i knew i was a the world social was injustice justice yeah. <laughs> yeah literally know what it was so funny with pogs and my family all my poor family get dragged so hard <laughs> on this but like they're they were very much like we don't like name brand you only get to watch cbc and eat all brand cereal and you're never gonna eat a honeycomb <laughs> in your life oh like my God, very Greg. like that <laughs> so i remember once it was like everyone had pogs my parents were like you're not getting what everyone gets like it's like you're not getting pogs <laughs> finally they bought me pogs and they were like i'm like where are the what gas station side of the road <laughs> store did you buy these pogs like everyone would have like timon and pumba right yeah. and mine was like a hologram of like a spider and then it was like i'm not kidding the next day it was like the started to peel apart oh, like no yeah, it was like a like, sticker i'm like did you make these pogs yeah. like and so then i it was like you play pogs and they're like your they pog break. isn't even flipping <laughs> and they don't even want your pot like everyone was like oh i want to get like you know like the right the specific the simba pog and then i'd be like hey guys these are mine and they'd be like i don't even want like even if i what won your pogs time. it's yeah. like they wouldn't even fit in the little pog hole the they were size. like wrong pogs and i was like this sucks but i do remember losing I think like I probably won like a good pog and then lost the pog. The more you say the and, word pog, the weirder I feel. Yeah. And actually yeah, there's probably Gen Z people who are like, actually, are they having aneurysms? Like, Honestly, what are they it's wild to think of that. Think of what kids have for entertainment. You guys now. have TikTok. We had pieces of cardboard and plastic. We'd slam into the cardboard. And if the thing flipped, we'd steal it from each other. And it only just occurred to me. So was pog a official brand or was there like all these different brands of pogs yeah there was not a very bit good regulated regulatory was everyone capitalizing on pogs or was there actually were we young enough to not realize like pogs was the brand name there probably was a pog brand name i bet it had to do with the slammer maybe i know for a fact my parents did not get me a you know like name fidget pog. spinners right like that was probably <gasps> fidget one. spinners oh that was kind of recent that's, that's like a pog, pog yeah. of recent <laughs> so is beyblades um, well, Beyblade that was a TV show first. But the toy version of it like took off and it's like you battle each other. It had Pog energy. Okay. 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 So there is always going to be that even when TikTok takes over. Right. You still have the tactile. Yeah. The tactile fun. hobby. Hobby. TikTok can be a hobby. I have TikTok written down. I was, okay. So early hobbies, I'd say were drawing, Pogs, stamp collecting for me, loving whales. Okay. But <laughs> current hobbies, one of mine I wrote, I was like TikTok is. 
So what makes a hobby then? Because... Okay, this is what I wrote that I do. Okay. Baking, painting, writing, TikTok, podcasting, reading, birding, nature hiking, and partying. Yeah, like Do I really, I think a lot of those count. And, and in that moment, and I wrote on my <laughs> list that I'm sad I don't have more hobbies. Oh, and okay. Say, like, say, okay. There's not video that games. many. It's video games, music. music. You don't ever want to do Just Dance With Me or Dance With Me Alone in the basement, which um, I know that is Like weird. maybe reading sometimes. But reading? I, I, I go into like Walking. Of, now. <laughs> and like meditating maybe is like a weak hobby in the summer that I do. But I don't really, yeah, it's it really sad. I realized I Wait, no, mostly work. No, but you, I'm like, napping. Like TV. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no, TV, movies, <laughs> movies, TV. Does that count? I don't think TV counts as a hobby. Because you're not really, it's so passive. No, it was so much anxiety, like on resumes, when it says like hobbies and interests, I'd always be like, music. <laughs> like <laughs> I hated I mean, that. I I'd be like movie like it's just like weird i don't thing. think those are hobbies i because i think music creation is a hobby but yeah. i don't think music consumption is a hobby unless you're very engaged in like the scene of music and going yeah. to shows i think that's a hobby because it's like you're going and doing something but i think just listening maybe that's not fair wait okay so do 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 I have a psycho amount of hobbies now that I... No, those were like... It was like reading... Yes, you have no. <laughs> a constant fear to be still. You know what Brian said yes, recently on like our other podcast? Yeah, that's right. Can I speak to the manager? Go subscribe. <laughs> we manage a struggling artist career every week. Plug. Okay, he wow. Was like, Where's the check, girl? Yeah, yeah. They didn't pay for airwaves. They didn't pay for that <laughs> But I am like, that is also a hobby. Like what me and Brian do. I actually think of it as a hobby. Mm -hmm. But um, he was like, you're... Where's this? He was like, <laughs> you're constantly... Constantly having a midlife crisis is what he said to me. <laughs> what? <laughs> like it was just funny. He's like, he's like, unlike you, who just like does comedy and starts baking and <laughs> starts like, true. like it's just like he, every like every time oh I see God. you, he's like, oh, do you want to read my new screenplay? Or he's just like, you are constantly having a midlife crisis. And I was like, wait, the what? quintessential as someone hits like 50, 60 when they just like start picking up, or like, is it about hobbies? Like, is a midlife crisis kind of being like, I'm picking up hobbies because I'm like everything. Like, what is my identity? I don't think a midlife crisis is picking up hobbies. Oh, I, I actually don't know it, what it is. I think it's when you, yeah, get scared about the meaning of life and start to reevaluate everything. And maybe in some ways you pick up hobbies. I'm writing this down. I'm writing down midlife Disney crisis. and midlife crisis is a good and episode. And farts. Boom, baby. Find the, find the folder, write Boom, them down. Well, otherwise we'll forget. Boom, baby. Um, midlife crisis and so yeah i know i'm just obviously just joking as well like you you it's amazing and beautiful you have hobbies and i have research about it that i could bring up now if you want me to do my yeah, studies do first okay so there was a longitudinal study done so over many many years on eight thousand people that looked into the impact of hobbies on people and i am specifically going to look at the correlation they found to mental health okay so basically they found Hobbies were linked with a 30% decrease in the risk of experiencing depression, huh. as well as a decrease in depressive symptoms among both men and women. That was number one. Do they, do they have any examples of what these hobbies were or no? I'm just like, I'm just like, what's a hobby? I think anyone can define it as <laughs> yeah. like an activity they participate in on a regular basis. Okay. Okay. okay so okay, that's okay, why okay, I think okay. like music and TV are a little too passive, but you could take them to the level of a hobby of chatting with other people about them and like okay. going to events about can them. Can I interject for one second yeah, with a bit of my study, which actually helps to explain why TV and movies aren't a hobby? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So this was a separate study 
study. Oh, you're getting hit from all angles right now. <laughs> getting tag teamed by Mitch and Greg. A uh, hot. Okay, so <laughs> that's our hobby. <laughs> that's our hobby. Sex. So okay. When I was like thinking about art and hobbies, it's like, why are we doing those? And why have we been doing them forever? Like cave paintings, for example. And this was a like a hobby scholar talking about what it does <laughs> is a hobby is about making decisions. So when you're baking, you're constantly in a scenario where you're having to make a, a decision, mm. like decisions. When you're making art, painting, mm. you're making decisions. When you're making music, you're making decisions. So hobbies like the way she defines it is like your body sort of being trained to make a bunch of like decisions. And that what they say is that there's an evolutionary advantage to that because it's priming your brain to survive and thrive in the future when a situation presents itself and you need to make decisions. Like you've optimized on practicing making decisions kind of. Exactly. And so That's then cool. she just finds hobbies as things that require like decision. Like, yeah. yeah. So like, which I thought was really interesting because I'm like now being like that isn't TV, right? That I guess you movies. make one decision. What to, you're gonna watch to come? Yeah. yeah, assuming you're not just passively watching. If you're like, I love Survivor, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. I'm gonna come every Thursday. Yeah. In a way, I think that's a bit of a hobby, especially if you can build a culture of whether it be friends or people online who and talk then about it, it. Exactly, because the hobby aspect of your obsession with Survivor comes with the discussion and the decisions yeah. you're making based and on watching it. Being and... like, I like this person. I'm deciding to think that they're gonna win based on this, that's and then true. all of a sudden. It's become a hobby, not just a passive entertainment Yeah, and I think course. when you love a show enough, you engage deeper online, you read theories. You like, I could, I could see someone justifying a TV show as a hobby, but I think when you're watching it, that's not the part that's yeah. the hobby so much. My only other caveat, that's and cool. thing I'd be curious how this um, hobbyologist, what did you call them? Well, she was actually <laughs> an art therapist okay. but this what was word a, did you use <laughs> you said something it's like how do we get she was an art therapist but she was like studied the concept of how hobbies like affect your brain and stuff like that okay so i was gonna say is meditation a hobby because you're technically actually intentionally in in some types of oh my god i think it so is because you're trying so hard to like but not, not make decisions. decisions. But it, think of how many weird decisions have to go into that act. Yeah, that I guess act. you're like intentionally <laughs> like, doing something continuously. Yeah, yeah. no, I think that you're is. You're like letting thoughts go yeah. away. And then it, you start to bleed into exercise, yoga. That's a hobby. It's like you're deciding yeah. like how to like literally hold your body in weird ways. Exercise. Huh. Okay, sorry. I think I got what a hobby is. Go on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is just us figuring out what is No, a hobby. but it, I just, honestly, like that's interesting. Uh, okay, so uh, a few other cool facts those in the study in the longitudinal study who didn't have depression at the start of the study saw a 32 percent reduced chance of developing depression if they had a hobby or picked up a hobby There's some hot numbers yep and then the biggest number it's gonna <laughs> blow your mind uh for those who had depression and no hobby so like they started with depression and they didn't have hobbies oh. taking up a hobby was linked with an improvement in depressive symptoms and a 272 percent higher chance of recovering from that depression wow everyone needs to go birding <laughs> i'm literally <laughs> yeah. like that's a hobby i picked up and it has changed my life and i'm like that's why i'm like every time i bird i'm like i'm happy for a week why and it's like I something's think it happening is, yeah maybe it is just the distractiveness of it um this said like it's known as social prescribing and and to be clear in this study they did not see a difference in when they were individual activities or group activities so like it's so it's just as valid wow. to have 
they, they did say at the end of their study, study, it would be worth investigating further yeah. whether or not when you're with people, maybe that has an yeah. even stronger effect, but that wasn't like found or oh, studied so here. Interesting. Someone um, study that. But they were saying like social prescribing is when you engage in activities that like is like music, drawing, handcrafts, sewing, carpentry, which can offer the chance to be creative, express themselves and relax. Wow. I want to go paint. <laughs> okay so this, but why is it so hard to start okay like, that's that so annoying it's like, like why are our brains so fucking stupid mm-hmm. no what's so weird about humans we're so smart but we're so fucking stupid <laughs> do you know what i mean like literally yeah put it on a t-shirt girl we're so smart but we're also so stupid like climate change is the ultimate example it's like we're so smart but we're actually gonna kill ourselves because we're so stupid maybe not maybe we'll get out of it right oh i love your hope you're so cute okay um, are those kidding socks, are kidding. those new socks they're really cute you i these are my like ugly lawyer socks that I hate. <laughs> lawyer socks. They are lawyer socks. You're right, but they're cute. I bought them are because, they <laughs> like, have I ever worn anything properly? <laughs> like, definitely they're inside out. But the thing I don't like about them is that I bought them because they're like marina wool, so they're great for like cross country skiing. Another hobby. You, that's a hobby you oh, do. Oh yeah, oh, in the winter. Nailed it. Okay, so you are a cross country skier. Um, I <laughs> like bought them hardly. For, we go like four times a year. Girl, I was doing it in High Park weekly, my friend. Yeah, uh, not me. I still don't know why you didn't come. <laughs> wow, I really am going to start scooping you out the door. Um, merino wool socks for the cross country skiing, and so I bought them, and they were like pretty expensive, and they just like don't stretch they fit so weird and they looked cool online and they came and i'm like you're a lawyer sock <laughs> like i thought it was going to be like vibrant and something i could wear with like a cool shoe in the summer and pull up and it be kind of like, like skater vibes i'm like suit. it honestly looks like i'm gonna do your taxes and then i hate them so anyways, now that you said that i am like yeah i guess yeah like when you said they were cute I was show like, the camera lying uh, no, that's the wow even the bottom no, is the so boring plain, but the top has stripes it in, has like orange in, it's like barf puke orange puke green very beige, yeah very blue. subtle beige and green and so blue. sock buying is uh, not my okay, hobby wait I, okay okay you go. i'm so excited about hobbies right now i know i wanted to talk about that element of motivation but if you wanted to go okay so this first. is the thing i want to talk about like quickly and then we'll get into that because it kind of okay. works but it's like when you were talking with Sounds like, like you're gonna cry. Imagine <laughs> when you were talking really when you were talking about already with <laughs> When you were talking about how with music sometimes you're like, I don't like this. And yeah. like it makes you feel negative. I feel that way sometimes. Painting, like okay, so wow, my brain's firing. I'm just having like so much fun. First of all, birding. <laughs> I love birding, and one of the suggestions for birding is to leave while you're having fun. Mm. Which is so interesting because sometimes you'll be out birding and you'll see this magnificent bird. Like I just saw a uh, blue winged teal the other day it was like so fucking cool so pretty cool and then you kind of feel like oh my god like should i do it longer like do what does a real birder spend five hours and i've only been here two it's like no leave when you're having fun so like there's sometimes this thing with painting where it's like i'm having such a good time and you feel the pressure to keep going and then you start like muddying the painting and then you're like fuck Mm -hmm. and you start to be like i don't like it anymore sometimes like it feels counterintuitive but like with motivation leave when you're having fun and sometimes it makes it easier to go back even though sometimes it feels yeah. wrong to like leave because you're like, I'm on a roll and every like creative energy bro thing is like, you know, that's how you get your energy up. But it's like something interesting about that, which I've been doing and it's helped me paint. Like I leave when I'm doing a good job, not leave when I've overworked it. Yeah. 
Secondly, sometimes like I'm at a place with a painting right now, of a bunch of gay bears in a pool and I don't like it. And it's like muddy and I'm Wait, panicking. Are they real bears or human bears? No human bears. Oh, okay. Okay. But it's like, but it's like, I, yeah, it's funny. Human, like everyone listening. It would like, be kind of funny. If yeah. Were real human bears. bears. It just bears with limp wrists and like Charlie XCX shirts on like actual literal, like, like Paddington, the bear with a Charlie XCX shirt, gay bears. But I'm frustrated with it and I feel this like negative energy around it. But what this study found is that like regardless of if you don't like what you're making or you're struggling with your baking or you're struggling with this new hobby because you're like, I took up sewing and I suck. The reward circuitry in your brain is constantly firing while you're doing it mm -hmm. regardless. Of and the that, ultimate end result. The, of the ultimate end result. So you might have this negative attitude towards it, but baseline, your brain's reward circuitry is higher than whatever else you were probably going to do, yeah. which was like scroll TikTok. Yeah. So then you actually, that's part of probably why all the depression things you're, yeah. you're saying. And I found this weekend, like when I was hanging with my friends, I was talking a lot about painting and I was like clearly in such a good place with painting even though i hate the painting that mm. i'm working on while talking to them it was yeah. like kind of like oh yeah like yeah it's just yeah. it no, makes you feel fair. good that's fair and i think yeah for me it's like i'm trying to with music in particular it doesn't it doesn't get me so down when i don't like it i'm like no there are some things i'll make and i'll be like oh i'm so happy i like got that like i could Ooh. hear it and i got it and i just need to get get for me it has to become a good habit it has to become, yeah, you just write on a regular basis and you're yeah. really just creating sounds and learning things. And then uh, if you make lots of things, you'll realize the things that you like and how to reproduce them. Yeah. You know, it's like editing. Like I didn't know that much about editing. I just taught myself and over time, of course, things at the beginning were way worse. Now I know so much more. It would be so much easier to create a thing from the get go, know how I want to accomplish it. Yeah. And I'm just not at that stage with music. And I do get frustrated because huh. when, in, when inspiration strikes, you just want to be able to yeah. do it. And it is like the production side of it. I get really hung up. And I guess this is a perfectionism problem is like, I think a lot of artists who write music just write the bare bones, just get the get the sketch out there, basically. But I'm it's, like, it's Taylor Swift waking up at midnight, being like, <laughs> just like, is it cool that yeah. I said all that? Yeah, is it chill that you're in my head? And Whereas then, I'm like trying to produce the final version because it bothers me when something I want to hear uh, how it can sound. Anyway, no, I totally agree with you. The process is really fun. Even when I'm not hitting it, I, I do feel proud. I, I learned something really cool the other day that I never knew how to do, just like sampling and making my own instruments. And I was like, We all stand oh. up and clap to thine. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but back to oh, my question is, yeah. um, what about when you don't so do you do you not face the sort of barrier to entry it's like you have to go over this entropy or you have to go over this how would you describe it almost like roller coaster wow, to get into the divot entropy hump someone no that grade 11 physics no well you know what i mean like how some, yeah, it's like I know in, in biology yeah, like sometimes yeah, it ha you need energy yeah, to get into the yeah. state that's like we all good. love a catalyst exactly so we, what's, what's the catalyst, catalyst? And I think oh, um, even true, with this sort true, true. of hobby depression study or mental health study, the question I saw people discussing was like, well, if I'm depressed, I'm not going to start Yeah, a it's hobby. a classic depression thing where they're like, all you got to do is eat right, exercise, yeah. and have a hobby. It's like, well, I can't. I don't want to do any of that. I'm depressed. Yeah. And I yeah. think the argument was, well, this is a tactic. To, it's not just saying like, oh, just be happy or just go do a hobby. It's saying, no, hobbies are like just it is kind of like do it knowing that it might work and it's creating these habits Ooh. that just put you in the right situation so that eventually 
your brain will actually yeah. want to come back. So I do think being a perfectionist really sucks because uh, that can really. <laughs> oh, that, really? No, I'm just like, it's interesting because I know that you like consider yourself on the perfectionist spectrum <laughs> and that you also were like, I don't have that many hot. Like it can be such a barrier to entry. Like, yeah. so for example, for birding, which I know I cannot stop talking about it, but I just really freaking love it. I literally left. I read a book, Vesper Flights, if you listen, read my, left my house and just was like, okay, I'm just going to like, listen to birds and look for them. And then I was like, oh my God, a bird. And I was like, <laughs> like, it's like, I start, I was so bad. Like I started like not knowing anything. Like I even like to say, you don't need binoculars. Just go on a walk, listen for birds, look for them, then come home and be like blue bird Toronto. And then I think the nice thing about a hobby like birding is that it truly is for yourself. Whereas music is potentially for others. Yes. And I, and I, art as and well, I right? can like, see that with my painting. It's like, I'm constantly like wanting it to be good enough to mm -hmm. maybe like share. show people. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but that, birding is like pure. Yeah. Birding is so pure. Oh my God. All the 65 all year old the, yeah, like, the, people the I see. I'm just stuff, like meditating is for yourself. Yeah. Like there are hobbies. If they're you, like yoga, honestly, home exercise that can be for yourself. Birders like, no, what's not. <laughs> Whenever like we, I meet a birder. I'm like, so you're spiritually the most incredible person. I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> like they're so they talk to you with like the kindest I mean maybe they're just like 65 so they're smart and they know things but like mm -hmm, whatever mm -hmm. just like in general everyone I meet I'm like oh my god you're so whereas I'm like I'm in the blue teal and they're all like okay, you're screaming and they're flying away but anyways I think that the best way to cope with the entropy barrier though is to know that like everything starts somewhere to finish when you're having fun to Find a place where you do it that is just to do that is a weird thing. Like the fact that I have a space to paint is the mm -hmm. only way that I can do it literally logistically, but also is so important to go. That's where I go do that. Even reading, just have a spot where you read so it doesn't become this arbitrary thing. Right. I it's think like a ritualistic. A weird, you build yeah. a ritual around it, then maybe it becomes more, it's like easier to start because you know the ritual now. Yeah. Yeah, and those are those okay. Are so I would say thing. the other barrier know. for me and this kind of hobby, like music, and music is a specific one because I like like it. I want to be good at it. I want to like. But you do are it. good at it. That's the other thing. Like, I went to school to learn how to paint. So like that, all like the barrier is lowered when you right. You already like were and, taught how to, and you've do. been doing it forever. Yeah. Okay. I guess I was gonna say it sometimes is just time and energy. So it's not always that I'm like if I write the song, it's not going to be perfect. It's after working. I'm like, I am so tired. I don't have the energy to yeah. do more. And I know like you're a much higher energy person than I am. So I feel like you, right. That'd be a fair thing to say that like, no, you it, have more yeah. energy at the end of the day to now go out and leave the house. Whereas I am an introvert and I need a lot of time to like come down. And I, my brain is always like wrapped around work stuff, even when I'm not working. So know what I would say to that is like, find a, friend who's gonna oh mm -hmm. that's our dog freaking out <laughs> male person's here um Find so when i think of birding there's a lot of mm -hmm. times where i'm tired but like i've made plans with ali and we go so it's like that's a helpful thing like working people who hold you accountable outside of yourself but it really is this knowledge that you just said like sometimes for me it's like i'm going to be happier even if I just read a chapter of a book, like yeah. I'm going to have a pep in nine step and then I'll be able to relax. It's just so hard when you don't before you're there. Yeah. Um, because it it's like relax better it's... though. After like I, I think so much about the feeling after that I struggle through it. Cause then after I'm like, damn, I am done for the day. Mm -hmm. Whereas like I, sometimes it's like, I need to bake something or do a hobby 
before I can actually like feel good enough to relax. But that that's maybe because you know that. Like I don't I can relax when I'm tired. So it is yeah, just different. But I agree. I think part of the solution for me is like fine and a pandemic has been a hard time to do that as I'm learning this about myself is I don't have other people around to like do these hobbies with. Mm. I wish I had some friends that like made music and were at the same place as me, like mm. weren't like a professional musician. Like I don't want to jump to that level and have to work with someone who's like way ahead of me or but also, way behind or But also the pandemic's the time that we've all, you know, everything speaking sourdough like what? everyone oh i said baking sourdough in a weird uh, way it's actually baking sourdough. It sounded like she are done had hers <laughs> so it's like i also think i've started so many hobbies in the pandemic so like you can it's like you can always think of ways to justify why it's hard to not have one you know what i mean like i'm like you're saying it's harder now because you don't have people to do it with but it's like you also have way more time to make music because we don't have any, like we don't have any plans with any friends to just hang out and have a dinner. Yeah. I'm I'm just saying for me, I've literally started so many crazy hobbies this year. Okay, you're perfect. No, I'm not. I'm not. Oh my God. Ew, barf me up to Carolina. I'm not trying to say that. I'm trying to say like, like I, I'm saying you don't need don't you I'm don't need the friend and I do you no I still this, think I need the friend for like the burning I feel like you have the self motivation and maybe you discipline. don't but maybe you, it's like maybe it's differentiating which hobbies need the friend which hobbies don't they don't maybe yeah. all need the friend no, that's true but it's kind of like you know yeah, working well. out like I don't do it really that much except I have like a trainer to help when when I was doing all that back stuff mm -hmm. and then I was like I'm gonna keep doing but this. But you do it now. She's looking thick. Oh, I know. She's I like, that and now, but it took literally like me working with someone to help me physically to finally build a habit of wanting to do it on my own. The entropy hump. You got over it. Someone honking. <laughs> like it's someone at the door. Girl, we um, live in a city. <laughs> I know. Like, I truly love every sound. Is someone honking? Seriously. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like the dog's barking. Someone's honking. What's going on? Um, <laughs> oh yeah, I do want to talk about something that's gonna maybe give even more insight. Science. Okay. Like, yeah. Go. Like, go. 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 Okay. So, creativity. I think a lot of this has to do with creativity in the sense that like that does take energy you're tired like you're like i need motivation and like i also am like just like a psycho who needs hobbies or else i'll be like oh what's the point of life or whatever my motivation is like fear <laughs> but um wait can we do a podcast on perfectionism and friends yeah do you have that list wait open? separate or together no separate no you write it because i'm about to do the science okay but i'm just gonna okay okay how do i find i don't know where to write that. oh my gosh i don't Mitch, know you don't know the folder for our episodes <laughs> i don't know oh okay i'm ready okay yeah. So creativity is, this is the, when I found out what this meant, it kind of freaked me out. Creativity is viewed as the ability to produce original, unusual, flexible, and valuable ideas or behaviors that override an established mental habit. I mean, you have to say it again because I was writing that. No, honestly, I'm going to say it again for everyone who even just okay. was, even the people who like, dropped their dishes they were washing and closed their eyes and listened to what I said. Okay, it's it. so fascinating. It's from a scientific perspective of the word creativity, but it's like, okay. I found it really kind of like, let's unpack this. Okay. Creativity is viewed as the ability to produce original, unusual, flexible, and valuable ideas or behaviors that override an established mental habit. Hmm. So I was like, that is inspiring mm. that is very interesting and mm. that could be a really key to your hump of True. hobby because it's like it's like sometimes i think people approach hobbies by just being like oh i'm gonna follow the recipe and right. bake the bread but it's like no mix up the recipe like being creative is about 
literally thinking outside. I thought about music a lot. I love music. And I'm just like, I was listening to Lord recently and like just was like, <laughs> oh my God, this is so creative. It's like, right. you can tell the cookie cutter Spotify Friday songs where you're just like, good Lord, like this again. And it's like, these artists are just like clearly trying to make music like that people are going to listen or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, if you're in a creative field, like it's not going to work. Like the creativity comes from at least just trying to, you know, think of valuable, unusual, flexible ideas that yeah. are changing habits. Like, I just think that's so interesting. So this came from a study that's very complicated that I loved, but like, I'm just going to try and explain in a way, like not to get too complicated, okay. but there's artistic and scientific creativity. And they, from a neuroscience perspective, argue that they're different. Although the results of the study were like a funny, like, well, my hypothesis is wrong. But like, <laughs> like, it's very, very complicated. But artistic creativity is associated with decreased gray matter volume in many places. But for example, the anterior cingulate cortex is one we talk about a lot in our videos. And increased associations with the brain network called the salience network. So they literally are just figuring out like, okay, artistic creativity versus scientific creativity is associated with increased gray matter in the mid frontal gyrus and semantic processing parts of the brain. So I kind of was like, huh, this is like not my jam. I love to think of art and science as like the same thing and like things that we need to bring together. Then they go on to say these neuronal boundaries are created by the education system and that like our separation of these things is because they, they find that art art students' brains change over the course of the four years they're in a university art program yeah. to become more linked and cre artistically creative neurologically. Okay. And scientific like brain... Like like there's no good or, or more, sorry, artist I mean, more, more artistic. artistically creative. Scientific brains become more scientifically creative over the four years. The point is it's your brain has plasticity. Like there's gonna there's a lot of people who are like, well, some people are just born better at science. It's like mm. that's not the case. It's all about education. And we right. prime our brains and we prime students to be like, you're a scientist, you're an artist, mm. and then it just gets proliferated through the plasticity of their brains. It's like, I'm glad that this science, because yeah. it started to just be like, I'm like, wait, no, I love both. It's like, no, they're actually separate in your brain, but it, it's because of the way that we teach these things, which I also agree with anyways. But don't you think, you think people can learn both? Yes. So okay. th that's what so they're, they're saying. Not, it's not like they're polar opposites. They're just two styles of creativity. Uh, two styles of that thinking you can learn and both. creativity. And you can learn both. But mm. sadly, in our education system, we like told. really tell people yeah. to streamline. And then your whole the whole plasticity of your brain changes. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know this, but they studied Albert Einstein's brain. <laughs> Did you know this? Like, like this guy his named Doc Oh, his physical brain. Yeah. Yeah, I did know that. Yeah, like, Dr. Like, Diamond like cut it up. And yeah. they, like, I was like, they wanted that to is know, like, why is so his... smart. Yeah. So his brain contained more nerve cells and glial cells than those of normal individuals. Hey, oh, that's what I thought. <laughs> but, but he had the neurology represented for both artistic and scientific creativity and high creativity in general. Oh. So he, I just like, like that. And also yeah. when I was getting really into the study, I'm like, that was pretty like they really extrapolated to make that point. I'm like, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the type of things that they're studying is like actively people doing things and studying their brain. I'm like, there's no way they For could just like, like cut Einstein. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, he's got so like many not even man. firing anymore. They yeah. Just like, like, holy shit. When this fired, I bet it was a lot. We're like, yeah, it was Einstein. <laughs> so what they did is they got participants to do tests to figure out how scientific they were, how artistic they were. Then they actually got them to play in those fields and study their brains and they found that artists attach greater importance to creating new beauty, expressing inner desires and emotions, and their negative emotions result in greater artistic creativity 
And they essentially use parts of their brain that require sustained attention, suppression of irrelevant thoughts, cognitive flexibility, and these are all controlled by the salience network. Whereas scientifically creative individuals tend to think more deeply and are more self-critical and semantic. And it's like the occipital gyrus is involved with semantic processing. And essentially, like, they're really good at, like, like, thinking deeply, logical reasoning, finding correlation, and, like, semantic parts of the brain. Hmm. And I'm just like, that's such a cool way to think about Uh, how to enjoy hobbies because hobbies are always so linked to creativity. Like, something like baking, it's like, you can semantically look at this recipe and make this amazing thing and never get away from it, and you would produce what they made really well, and that's such a cool way to make that hobby. Or you could be more like, I'm, like emotionally attached to this and I'm going to be making these muffins to give to my mom or like, or like I'm going to like, I don't know, maybe even like hate this process a bit more because that's part of it. Cause I'm adding in like pepper when I should probably not. And like playing with it a bit cause I'm having a more artistic approach to this could maybe help you get over that entropy hurdle to be like, where am I approaching this from? Is it from my science brain? But my do art you brain? think that all hobbies have to be creative? Cause I don't know if all them oh are or God. i don't He's i think dropping the tea well because i'm thinking now I'm of, like wait i don't know like video games or birding right yeah i mean because i was thinking so much about art because that's like so obviously my hobby yeah but and i think a lot of people turn to hobbies for creativity i do think yeah. that's true but like i reading. wonder if it is always for that or if it's just comforting to have a hobby if it's distracting to have huh. a hobby if it's a hand I, I ha- maybe either maybe it's creative in those ways in different ways you know like maybe playing a video game allows your it's like puzzle solving sometimes or it's yeah. team building sometimes and exactly and also i'm just thinking about knitting okay like if you're starting to knit mm-hmm. say you're a more scientific person then maybe you're like, I'm going to be following the rules and I'm going to learn how to knit. Mm-hmm. Whereas maybe, and, and that's how I'm going to enjoy this. I'm going to say, right. this is what I'm supposed to do. Here Follow is my, pattern. like, I'm going to think of it semantically. Here is my product. Oh my God, it's exactly the way it was supposed to be. Bam, I'm a I knitter. Yeah. And then maybe a more artistic person's like, I want to get the baseline ways to learn how to knit. And it might be a little rough because around. I want to build some like weird knit sculpture thing. So what do you think birding is then? Birding is like how a do you think form it fits into that? of Obviously for you're me. Learning. You're okay, you're learning. You are making decisions because you're constantly having to figure out like where should I go, like mm-hmm. what foliage, like what water. Like you're learning really. You're making decisions about your surroundings in order to find birds. But I don't know. For me, it's just it's very meditative. It's like mm-hmm. you're forced to constantly be in the present, but you're, you are learning like even like the muscle memory of like lifting a binocular. Like <laughs> I like when I lift it up and bam, hit the bird. I'm like, Booyah, like I'm like, whatever that is like, that's a form of like right. my brain processing. It's, it's like now sem- to do things semantically thinking. It's like, it's definitely not artistic. It's more scientific creativity. It's like right. the semantics of finding the bird, seeing the bird, looking at it saying out loud what it looks like and finding it in a book and then going that's it there's mm-hmm. actually very little cart i would artistic. say though the the creativity part of it could be in just the beauty of nature the awe of nature inspires mm-hmm. creativity right so it makes you think differently to mm-hmm. be looking and engaging with creatures and nature so much art is inspired literally by nature like so there's paintings of nature but there's also people who just like 
lock themselves in a cabin up north and write albums because there's like this element yeah. of like being inspired by the natural world. So also maybe- thinking of creativity as a way of like the way it was described sort of being like this thing that involves flexible new ways of approaching mental habits. Like when I'm birding, like sometimes I meet other birders and they there's a rigidity to what they're doing that I'm like, no, like the way that we're doing it, me and Allie, is different. Like it feels different. Like we're laughing. Yeah, you have your own we're way to do it. We're making connections with the birds to like, we're literally making jokes all the time about like, the birds relating them to humans, like being like, like, like in a way that's really like, we really don't want to ever come off as like pretentious. Like there's just like a new way of that. I honestly feel that we're approaching birding for ourselves, which is kind of creative Mm -hmm. in the sense that it's not like we're just following the rules. Like we're kind of making it up as we go. And it's not just to like tick a box. You saw the birds, blah, blah, blah. We always are like, it's like the last thing we want to do. It's like, well, tick on the box. That's not how (laughs) I, we are birding and I will never keep a list. Uh, What's a new hobby I can pick up? Oh my gosh, Mitch. Okay, so wait, I feel like we just realized, like, okay, cross-country skiing you love. Yeah. You love to go on walks. I love to go on walks. Um, I'm trying to think of things that involve like decision. Okay, this is interesting that you don't like to make like... I because What's a simple thing So for me, it's because I think during the day and especially because of work, my mind is running too much that I enjoy hobbies that are like... Turn it turn off. Turn it off. Low key, just kind of Knitting. step back. Yeah, maybe that would be nice. Because you could knit while you watch TV. Yeah, and I don't need to like. Well, I don't love TV so much. Like I know you think I do. But. No, but you, <laughs> but you use it as they're like, I'm done for the day. I'm mm-hmm. watching TV. Like, don't even try. You, you could knit <laughs> while you do it. Your, your mom like loves to sew. Yeah, trying to look to your parents like that's you know. And I my dad gardens. My, my dad loves gardening. gardening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll find a hobby. I also do. I just I have trouble time management. Period. So like I want to do work on music more, but I don't because I get overwhelmed with like timing, and I feel like I don't mm-hmm. have enough time to give to it. Well, to, you've been doing it lots. Good for you. It's good. Not really lots, but like Sorry, more I, than I have been. Yeah, now. but I think it, like I, there's times whenever you're in there making music, I'm just like awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. Oh, we'll see. Um, okay. Wow. Yeah, okay. Hopefully, we learned lots about hobbies and creativity. I certainly did. Um, so make sure you've subscribed to this podcast. Tell your friends and family about it to learn how to learn. Yeah. Give us a life. review, girl, if you could. Um, yeah. You know what I was thinking? I heard another podcast do like maybe you won't like this idea. People like sent in audio questions and comments and stuff and they just did like an episode where they answered stuff and I thought we could do that one time. That might be fun. Yeah, that's great. We can think about it. We'll figure out how to even do that. I don't know how to do yeah, that. Like but you, I feel like it'd be fun. Like we don't always have to be so serious. It might just be fun to like Wait, I don't hear think we're from... that serious. Oh, sorry. I don't mean serious. I mean like we don't always have to be so sciencey is maybe what I meant. Oh, you meant personal questions. Or not like about us, but, or it could be science questions or anything. Just like have fun and take it a different direction. I can't believe I just made a cat noise and went around. <laughs> yeah, like I actually just saw myself on the camera and I was like, that <laughs> is the most embarrassing thing you've ever done. You just did oh my follow. God, it's been a long day. Okay, okay. This is the end of our day. This. I can't um, believe a cat thank noise. Thank you guys okay, for yeah. listening. We <laughs> 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 send us your questions. Yeah, uh, <laughs> hashtag side note podcast and we'll see you slash You'll hear us next week. Bye. Bye. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. 
Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.